Hi, friends. Welcome back to our second episode of Am I Pretty Now? Podcast about the ugly side of beauty and wellness. I'm Haley. And I'm Erin. Today, Erin is going to have the floor for our second topic of the podcast. Um, I will let her introduce it, but grab a seat, grab a drink, and let's get started. Awesome. Hey, guys. Uh, so this morning, we are going to get into uh, the M&Ms, not the delicious candies that you're probably all thinking of, although now I'm actually really hungry for some. I wish I hadn't just called it that. Side note, caramel M&Ms. I haven't had them yet. Oh, they're so good. I haven't had them, but they're I'm excited that they're a thing. <laughs> they're a Rolo, but better. I bought the share pack. Twas Did not you? a share pack. It, it was just a one. <laughs> I probably ate it was a one like three handfuls. I so I uh, cannot get a king size anything. Uh huh. Like I, I'm gonna eat the whole thing. It's not for a king. It's for me. Um, you are a king, and I you deserve be. that king size. Anywhere you sit is a throne if you're eating a king size candy bar. Right? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like you said, that is not the M and M's that we're talking. It about is not, today. unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I think you guys are. Well, I mean, I hope you at least uh, enjoy this half as much as you might enjoy actual M&Ms. Fair. Uh, so today, uh, we're going to be talking about Mouchés and Merkins. Okay. Um, Mouché, so I guess we can maybe look at today as sort of like a Wigs 2.0. Yes. Uh, because we're basically dealing with smaller wigs uh, just for uh, your face and other parts of your body. <laughs> and what other parts of your body is that? Um... Your downtown business district. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're actually, so we're going to go ahead. We're going to start off with our mouches. Yes. And that can be sort of like our main entree for today. And then we're going to end it with a little bit of a uh, Merkin dessert. So let's let's just get into it. I'm ready. Um, so <laughs> mouches, I feel like uh, they were a big thing back in the day. We've seen them in a lot of movies. They're sort of coming back now. A little bit, I'll be honest, not sure why, uh, but they definitely are. Um, the way that most of us, I think, probably know them is not necessarily by the name Mouché. It's probably just more as that sort of like false beauty mark that people would have. I think like now you see more people who are sort of like painting them on. I'm actually seeing people who are having them like tattooed on. Really? Yeah. Are like, are celebrities doing this? I haven't seen a celebrity do it, um, but just a lot of everyday sort of people. Well, actually, I'm lying. Uh, Dita Von Tees. She has that beauty mark. Is that, that not real? That, no. <gasps> no. You just crushed my dreams. Yeah, no. <sighs> no. Dita. Yeah. It's okay. I still yeah, love permanent her. cosmetics. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's wild. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're just going to kind of like delve into some of the uh, history behind that. Super complicated history, super, a lot of it kind of contradicts itself. Ooh, okay. Um, so let me take you back. Let's do it. Uh, so some of the very first, I think like a lot of times we picture like if you've ever seen that movie, uh, like uh, Marie Antoinette or really kind of like anything from that time period, like the Renaissance area. Yeah. Um, you're going to be seeing a lot of people with those uh, beauty marks. Yes. So that's like obviously the most popular time that we're kind of seeing them, but they literally dated all the way back to the time of like Pliny the Elder and uh, Hippocrates. Those are some of the earliest times that we're actually seeing people write about false beauty marks. Okay. So way, way, way back in like the Roman and like Greek civilizations, people were already kind of dealing with this. 
Um, what I think is interesting, Pliny the Elder, he's going to, He's problematic. He's very problematic. And unfortunately, <laughs> he is someone who's going to be popping up a lot uh, in, in a lot of these topics. <laughs> yeah. He had a lot of thoughts, um, you know, as, as we kind of discussed, particularly about uh, the appearance of women. Yes. And what they should or should not be doing. And what his standards yes. of beauty were for women. Yeah. What his standards of mm-hmm. beauty were for and women. And somehow, <laughs> I guess maybe because like Elder was in his name, you know, everybody kind of like looked up to him like, oh no, he's this, you know, super wise, you know, mage of a man. He knows all. Yeah, no. 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 Nay, nay. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in any case, so there was actually a time where they would consider... Uh, I, it, it's very specific. So beauty marks have never necessarily, like things such as birthmarks, uh, freckles, that sort of thing. They've never been, I mean, currently people don't have an issue with them. But back in the day, it was always sort of seen as this like weird deficit in character. Oh. Like if you had a birthmark, if you had a freckle, if you had something along those lines, it was kind of like they basically looked at it as like – there's a deficit in you as a person, and it was coming out physically. Oh. Like, you only had some sort of skin abnormality if there was something abnormal about you. Oh. Yeah. Complex-inducing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, even though that was, like, a whole thing for them, moles somehow, which we'll get into, moles have a weird history – uh, most of the time, you know, we, we don't think of them as a good thing. Most people are not like, oh, yeah, I have another mole. Um, I mean, as a skincare professional, as a body professional, we do keep an eye out. We do. And we're supposed we to communicate yes, with and, clients. And we usually caution our clients. Yes, yes. Um, but so at the same time that they kind of, you know, considered some of those things like birthmarks um, and a lot of things like if you had a breakout, like God help you if you were someone back in this time and you had acne. Oh, no. It was like, what were you doing? What evil spirits were you consorting with? Uh, so it was not recognized as skin issues at all. It was you were basically... You were basically like a, the darkness of your soul <laughs> is like coming out. Kind of like for, you know, lack, lack of a better terminology. Sure. Uh, through your skin. Like your true nature was now showing to everyone around you. Your true nature is purging from <laughs> yes, your body. <laughs> yes. It, it can no longer be contained. You can't hide it anymore. Okay. Um, yeah. How unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. But at the same time that they were, you know, thinking that all of these things, you know, were signs of, you know, something being like wrong with you as a person. Yeah. Uh, they still, and I don't know why, maybe it's because it was like raised and it was darker. I, I don't know what their thing with it was. Uh, they actually considered moles to be uh, sort of like indicators of like your fortune and your luck and your ability to be a leader, Ooh. which is weird. Um, that comes up a lot, even like up into some of the um, like uh, uh, different cultures, even through like the beginning of the 1900s. Oh there my There were still gosh. some cultures that still believed, like based on the size of your mole, the shape of your mole. Uh, the level of hair that was or was not in your mole, the sort of leader you would be, the sort of luck you would have in life. And the placement was also a big thing. But this all is almost kind of like, and I shouldn't say it stems from back then, but again, this is kind of like the first time we, we were, you know, seeing some of these things. Right. So basically, you know, as I said, you know, they kind of looked at a lot of this stuff as like indicators of just you being a terrible human. <laughs> right. But if you had a mole, 
somehow that was like it it raised you up rather than <laughs> rather than like lowered your status in society i i don't know why and um just remind me what is the difference between the two that makes moles are usually slightly uh raised Okay, and they were the ones that dictated Those your, your yes, fortune. Yes. Okay. Um. So you know, so so they kind of looked at different things. Um, in terms of like, if you had a very hairy mole, uh-huh. uh huh, like very hairy mole. Um. Basically, um, it meant a lot of misfortune was going to come your way. So like, people should like steer clear of you. If you had like one very long hair, which I do remember, I went to school with a girl who had very one very long. And it wasn't that long ago that people still believed if you would get rid of a hair in a mole, it would give you cancer. That was I a have, thing because they, that was I an actual thing yeah, because it was that. going to like change the composition of it and could potentially turn like a benign situation into something more, more uh, dangerous. By removing or, or one hair. Yes. Okay. Because you were now changing like the, the structure internally because you were removing that hair from the follicle. So as a professional... That is no longer something that we believe. <laughs> okay. Um, just wanted but to But I remember growing up it was. And this girl, I just remember she had one very thick, dark hair that came out. And it was very long and very obvious. And I always wanted to get rid of it. But it was like, no, don't even mention it because you, you don't want to give her cancer because you don't <laughs> like the way it looks. Sure, um, sure. <laughs> but back then, like, she would have been, like, revered. They would have been like, we need to follow her. She's a leader. Really? Yes. I don't know why. I don't know why like that that one thing makes such a difference. But so that was the thing with them. Um if it was round, you were going to have good fortune. Ooh, okay. If it if it was nice and round. Round like a coin. Yep, equals yep. fortune. Uh if it was a little bit like off balance or misshapen, your for it was going to sort of be like the rounded side. Like how much of it was rounded and nice looking would be your good fortune? The side that was a little bit wonkier was going to be like, that's how much bad fortune or bad luck you're going to have. Oh. Um, the color, it was if it was very light and round, you would be like, oh, good, they're going to have some, you know, really good fortune, but just a little bit. Oh. But if it was super dark, then it was like, wow, they're really lucky. Everyone should follow them. Take their advice. Oh, Like, this is, is so like wild, funny. right? Um and not, this isn't just like on the face, but on the body as well. If you had a mole on the front of your body, it was considered good luck because it was like forward facing. Sure. If it was on your back, it was considered bad luck. It was like a shame, something that was kind of like being like hidden, like something was kind of like waiting in the wings for you. It was very, but oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But so they would actually, you know, if you had like some sort of like lesion, if you had a scar, if you had some sort of abnormality that was considered like less than, you know, attractive or that showed that I guess you were of like lower moral character according to, uh, you know, Pliny at the time. <laughs> and the doctors weren't able to lighten it or find a way to like solve like whatever malady you had going on. And they would literally uh, basically just take like uh, a, a paste of like Arabic gum or Arabic gum. I apologize. I have no idea how it's actually <laughs> pronounced. Um, but they would basically make this paste and they would cut up little bits of leather. Why they thought that looked natural, I don't know. And they would just attach you and just sort of like cover it up and be like, just tell people it's a mole. They would rather have a mole than like a like than a, like a tiny scar. little scar. 
or um, you know, if you had acne, you'd rather have tiny little leather moles <laughs> all, all over <laughs> that I'm sure were fully no one um, all all over your body, then like admit that like there was something wrong with you because then you could just pretend like no no it's not covering anything and you can't see it so so you can't prove it is no i promise this is real there is not a scar underneath yeah from when i fell and skinned my knee when i was six right <laughs> but yeah yeah so that, that that's kind of where a lot of this like the first like writings we found about this kind of kind of came from then okay um so this is sort of like the start of like the like popularity Okay. Of this whole thing. Again, you know, it's known now, you know, that we would call it a mouche from like, you know, again, like Renaissance sort of area, area, uh, <laughs> era, uh, France. But I, I don't know what they called them way back in this time. Probably just mole. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, again, like kind of where we're seeing some of this starting. Okay. Uh, and again, they would use like leather. For so this. it's the French fault. Uh, no, well... Well, that technically, very popular. No. <laughs> everything is Pliny's fault. Everything I'm just going to blame everything fault. on him. Um, pretty much at every, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it's always him. Um, but yeah, so basically, that's kind of like where it started. Um, but feeding into that as well, um, it also, kind of like you touched base on, um, you know, the other uh, week with wigs, it's also something that would differentiate people of different classes, particularly in Rome. Ooh, Okay. And this is basically kind of, you know, uh, you know how, how we were kind of discussing that if someone had a wig and like the style of the wig, the material of the wig. Sure. All the adornments. Kind of in- yes. All kind of indicated what, what class you were in. Sure. Similar with this, only if you were not in like a higher class, you really didn't get to have a, a uh, false mole or birthmark. Okay. It was basically to them like what differentiated... I, they had different levels of classes uh, in Rome, but the big one was really just like your upper class, you know, versus your slaves. Fair. <laughs> Which uh, were basically the two parties of yes, status. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so slaves wouldn't necessarily have had like the means to like go to someone to get anything covered. Sure. So it was like their their scars, you know, usually not gained in the best ways. Uh, but any sort of like scarring they had, any sort of skin abnormality they had, they just basically had to walk around with. Okay. Whereas obviously, you know, people in the higher classes were able to sort of, you know, go to doctors. Finger I guess quotes we'll, doctors. We'll call them. <laughs> um, and have, you know, like little little pieces made to to uh, cover these things so one of the first things they would do if someone had been a slave and now they were like a free person literally this is like their first like number one like hey welcome to the club here's your orientation letter (laughs) here's a good doctor for you to go to uh go ahead get your mole (laughs) and like that was one of the very first things they would do it was like one of the first steps a lot of people would take to transition into everyday roman society okay so then you was it doctors that people would go to to get this done by they i mean loosely we'll call them doctors in the sense of like barber doctors kind of yeah okay yeah yeah okay 
just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, they would do that. I mean, eventually, I I mean, I'm sure, you know, and like you just kind of brought up with the barber doctors, you know, a barber used to also be the person, was also your dentist. Yes. You know, so sort of in the same way, probably, I think probably half the beauticians in the world back then were doctors also. (laughs) Okay. Um, But yeah, I feel like it sometimes. Yeah, there, there's a lot going on, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Okay. So very, you know, loose in in the wording of doctor, but yes. That's fair. Yes. (laughs) Um, But so in any case, so, you know, that's like another time. And then that's also around the time when we started to see some of it with eyebrows. Ooh. People also, um, and this would continue on for years and years and years. Um, Obviously, you know, brows are like a big thing now. Sure. But they frame the face. Yeah. (laughs) As they were aging, starting to maybe lose, you know, some of that, they would actually get like little false eyebrows made as well for themselves okay still at that time out of leather sometimes they did use some hair um again you know they we kind of went through that period for a little while where people with the blonde hair even though it had been very desirable for some time suddenly it was like oh no you're you know of, of a lower class you're a person of ill repute um so sometimes they would just want to darken their brows Ooh, okay. Um, or thicken them a little bit so it didn't look as though maybe they had even like naturally been blonde at some point. Ooh. So they would get these like false false eyebrows. And they just... It's just weird. Yep. Slap them on? Yep. Yep. Just pop them on. Um, again, the the means of that didn't change too much through time. You know, there were a lot of like pastes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and uh, like resin-based adhesives that people would use as time went on. But if you didn't have access to that... And I don't know how they made it work necessarily. Like, I don't know what it was backed with. They would just use uh, saliva. Usually not your own. Like, if you were, like, a royal, you would have, like, you know, your servant, you know, was usually the one who, like, got you ready for things. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes, you know, you would just, like, oh, I'm I'm too busy to waste my own saliva on this. You do it for me. And they would have, like, Ew. the people that worked for them basically, like, yeah. <gasps> give it a lick. Give it a, you know, little... <laughs> little spit i don't but yeah yeah so basically someone else someone else's saliva was on your face uh for for a little while logistically um, yes i am wondering and like, i'm not expecting an answer from yes you. i i probably don't have one you probably won't <laughs> what is the success rate of using spit as an adhesive, how many people would be like at the bar and they'd be like, yeah. oh, hey, and an eyebrow yeah. fell off or a, a mouche fell off. So it's not written about as much during that period, but as we get into like uh, later periods, this this was so popular in like the 1600s, like particularly like in France and in England. It was also very popular in Spain. It was uh, very popular in Germany. Like it's not just some of, you know, the, the European countries that we traditionally just think of automatically. Yeah. This was basically like a phenomenon everywhere at some point. Like just everybody started doing this and wearing it. It wasn't just for women anymore. Men did it, you know. Oh, get out. Um, and once we get into like the 1600s, it was less of a necessarily to some, sometimes it was still used uh, i'm gonna get into it <laughs> yeah yeah but <laughs> it was used a lot of times still to cover certain abnormalities but also a lot of times people who just didn't have anything going on like they just thought it made them look interesting it was just now considered like very trendy a sign of beauty um so not like way back in the day but during like the 1600s there were a lot of poems written um not just about like the beauty of people you know wearing them right but also there were some like really like risque poems that were written 
uh, kind of like making fun of, you know, like someone kind of started out at the beginning of the night with their mouches. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the next day it was like found on the person of someone else. <gasps> or So scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that is so funny. Yeah, We've all been there. That, there have been tales of, you know, dinner parties where like, you know, people were bending over and like their mouche <laughs> just fell right into a plate. Um Okay. So I don't know if it was just saliva that didn't work well or if it was just their, you know, adhesives in general. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people ended up, like, with not necessarily having having their uh, mouches on by the end of the evening. So to answer the question, probably not a very high success rate for I would adhesives. imagine not. Okay, I that's would imagine fair. not. I mean, I haven't, I haven't tried it. <laughs> I feel like we should I, I consider experiment <laughs> with I all these topics. <laughs> maybe maybe we will for the next one. <laughs> maybe we will. Um, but yeah, so I don't think it had like a, a huge success rate. That's fair. Um, but yes. So uh, another interesting thing, though, is during this time period, uh, it wasn't just so, again, you know, going to the 1600s, it was now at this point, it's not just covering like general things, you know, like you have... It wasn't necessarily considered, like, a sign of, like, you're being a bad person anymore. You know, thankfully, like, medicine had, had you know, co- come a little bit further. Sure. Uh, so we kind of, you know, realized that it wasn't just like, oh, wow, you have a bad soul, so you have bad skin. You're a terrible um, person. You yeah, deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they did, and this comes up a lot, you know, again, STDs. So a lot of people had syphilis, and what that would do a lot of times, um, that in conjunction with some of the makeups people were using that were kind of eating their faces away. Sure. um, (laughs) Basically, syphilis was kind of doing the same thing. It could kind of start to, like, cause, like, little ruptures in the skin. It could cause lesions. You know, they would have a lot of issues going on. Yes. So people were uh, still using these at that time to sort of cover some of that stuff. Okay. People, like... I shouldn't say a lot of people, but, you know, syphilis was something they were trying to cover up. Um, and syphilis was like, a like, if we had to rank STDs throughout history and this time in particular. That was huge. Syphilis was like the biggest one. I didn't get to mention it after we like hyped it up at the beginning yeah. of the wig episode. Yeah. That was one of the main reasons behind wigs was to cover up the hair loss that was associated yes. with syphilis. So apparently... It was, like, rampant at this time. Huge, huge thing. Yeah. So not surprised that it influenced mouches as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So basically they were, you know, trying to cover, um, you know, scarring and issues from um, syphilis. A lot of people had, like, smallpox. um, Sure. You know, some some other maladies like that back then as well. So they were using it to try to cover those things up. But, again, they were also doing it in the name of, like, beauty. Uh, There were different books even written for men back then. Uh, in terms of, like, taking care of themselves and grooming. Um, There was one book in particular, the name of the book escapes me right now, but basically it was about, like, how a man should find, like, a lover. Ooh. And it was telling them to go, like, buy yourself a beauty mark. Yeah, even even for men. Not like be a good person, treat the other human correctly no. and how you would want to no. be treated. At no point in time, Go get um, I think mark. were we really concerned with that. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Um, uh, but yes, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it was something uh, that, uh, that men were wearing as well. But over time, again, it became 
less and less and less of a thing that was just used to cover things. It was also, again, like a sign of like your your nobility. Mm-hmm. It was a way to express yourself. So as time was going on, you were seeing more and more um, large sort of mouches. Like instead of just being like a small, you know, beauty mark, they, they began, you know, you could have like a little one like by your eye. You could have a little one on your forehead, you know. The one place you shouldn't have it, I guess, was around your mouth. That was called a coquette. And was it mistaken for STDs? You would think it was mistaken for (laughs) STDs. It was probably covering them at some point for some people because the reason you shouldn't have it is because it was considered that, like, if you had it by your mouth, it was, like, very inappropriate. It was super, like, lascivious. It was, like, making people think of other things that you could do. Uh, so it became very synonymous with, uh, prostitution. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. (laughs) Um, because a lot of prostitutes, like they would have the mouches, but they would definitely make sure that they were kind of placed (laughs) around that, that area. Sure. Sure. Um, so it was another status symbol. It was. If it was around your mouth. For sure. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's actually one of the ways that we're going to get into it in just a little bit, but that's actually one of the things that sort of eventually led to, I guess, like the temporary downfall of it okay was because people of like higher classes started getting really offended (laughs) that uh you know like how dare they um people of lower classes were like taking their trends Ooh, so it was crisscrossing status kind of yeah yeah and they tended to overdo it as well and they were like oh now this is like really like gauche and like obscene like look at them their faces just one big dot you know it's just like no um so basically yeah they were they were upset about that (laughs) okay um but yeah so but i mean up until that time like there were actually uh illustrations of people that had like horse and carriages like they were elaborate they would cover like half a cheek so they got artsy with crazy with it (gasps) yeah they cut them into shapes there were a lot of stars crescent moons uh horse and carriages was there meanings behind certain shapes or was certain it certain shapes there were for some you know it was just hey like i just really like this thing and i want this you know to to adorn me tattoo but um, not a tattoo exactly yeah exactly yeah <laughs> i kind of think of it also as like i don't know if you had them when you were little but i had a they were like the little like stick on like gem earrings they came in a sheet yes <laughs> yes i kind of think of it like that but just like for your face i would rock that i'm not gonna lie i would do that in a heartbeat I would people yeah. kind of do do it now though. I know. With like these crazy beautiful yeah makeup trends that people are doing, they do bedazzle themselves a little yeah. bit. Obviously I not would, to the extreme, but No, I I would be okay with it. <laughs> we should just go buy a couple packs of them. Just slap them on. Throw those on, get uh, our tinsel wigs on. Yes. yes <laughs> night out in the town. Um but yeah, so but sometimes they did have a meaning. Like when you were um engaged and engagement, and it's interesting to me because everything they did then was basically like backwards. So, okay. like an engaged woman uh, would generally have a heart-shaped mouche. That's sweet. And while they were engaged, it would be on their left cheek. Oh. When they got married, they would transfer it to the right. And that was a signal that, like, originally they were like promised to someone. Okay. And then they were married, so it's like they were like taken. Oh, I'm not going to lie. That's cute. I think it is really cute. As yeah. long as you're not c- covered in them. No. And just rocking the little heart. Yeah, I think it was just supposed to be like one. That's you know, adorable. Just, just, just a little one. I think that's really cute. It also would um, signify uh, someone's political association. 
So they were like the Whigs and the Tories. Yes. And they would, if you were um, a Whig, it would be, and this to me is the interesting part. So the Whigs are generally considered the more liberal. Yes. They would wear it on the right. And if you were a Tory, which is the more conservative, they'd wear it on the left. So in both cases, it's like, like a little switcheroo. Like it means the opposite now of like what, what we would think. I wonder when that transition happened. Yeah, I don't know. Because also... Unless it's like, you know, when America was founded, it, like we kind of took everything, kind of switched it around. Yes, everything was, and we were was like, like opposite land. this is your theme song, you know, like your like national anthem <laughs> theme <Yeah>. song. Um, <laughs> but like, we're going to rewrite the words. Ooh. So kind of like, hey, this is what it means over here. We're just going to switch it around. Yeah. They don't need to know. No. It'll just confuse everyone. It's funny you say that, though, because even now, they say, they say. Yeah. Um, they. They. <laughs> body language readers. Yes. Those types of uh, analysts, I guess is the proper word. There is a an understanding of how parties part their hair, too. Even currently, yes. Now, I'm not going to quote which side is which. We're on the good side, right? I hope we're on the good side. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I had to touch and see where I part my hair. I know we're parting it on the the right side. It's where it's parted and how the hair goes over. I can't remember if it's like if you part on the right or if it parts to the left. Okay. But um, again, I'm not going to try to quote which side is which. But apparently, if you look through previous presidents, other politicians, there is a solid trend of really? one party will part their hair a certain way and vice versa. Yeah. That's interesting. Now I'm going to, ooh. See, now I wish that uh, if I knew I that was going to come up. judge, but now I'm going to look but at everyone. I'm going to judge a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I want to yeah. know. Ooh. It's interesting. That is interesting. We're going to have to have like a whole a whole episode on that just on how beauty trends have yes. influenced yes or rather politics have in have, uh, yeah totally it. like just yeah yeah and you don't even think about it yep Ooh. yes okay mm-hmm. okay <laughs> um but yeah so and thank you so uh you know during this time like you know people were going like way over the top with their embellishments mm-hmm. um but again you know then they started getting kind of cranky when you know lower classes you know were were doing the same thing um one thing though i will say that actually like did divide versus the like extreme use of them from like one class to, <laughs> sure. to another <laughs> if you were of um i guess if you were someone who was in one of the higher classes Okay. Generally, they were going to be made of, like, velvets and silks. So we've come a long way since, like, bits of leather. Yes. Uh, so now, you know, we're into, like, silks, velvets, satins, Ooh. different colors, you know. Very fancy. Uh, but, again, if you were, like, in the lower classes, you weren't necessarily going to have access. So what did the lower class use? It comes up a lot, again. I'm audibly um, It seems grimacing. to be like a, a theme <laughs> through some, at least, it, you know, with our uh, last one, it, it was. Yes. Um, they would use rat hair and mouse hair. <gasps> That's what they would use. And they'd put it on their faces? And they'd put it on their face. Again, still sometimes just using saliva if they didn't have access to <gasps> adhesive. So, yeah, just basically they, they would cut and they would literally just use like the skin, you know, the, the skin of the, the mouse or the rat. 
I, I mean, literally, it was just sort of like they would actually take the hide. They would like skin it. They would they would skin it. <gasps> they would lay them out. They would, you know, cut little shapes into them. And then just a, a little saliva and uh, right there, right, right on your face. That, that yeah. is horrifying. Yeah. yeah. Not only did they use... Don't have some velvet, grab a mouse. <laughs> rat or mouse hair. They licked it on top of it. Yes. During the heights. So I'm And the best say, is not everyone could even get one. Like you were lucky if you had it. Like a, a rat So they would share. You, oh, God. Would share. <laughs> hey, I really loved that uh, mouse mouche you had yesterday. I have a date tonight. 100%. Can I borrow it? Come on over. All right. I'll lick it for you. All I'll, right. put, I'll even apply it for Ooh, you. Oh, good, because I'm fresh out of spit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, again, I don't know if you have an answer for this. And I guess it could have probably been. I'm going to make like a statement question. Okay. This probably didn't help with the plague. No. 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 I don't know that it necessarily was like a cause of like spread of it. Um, but it didn't help in it, it did diminishing not help. it. It did not. No. And again, you know, when you think about um, the industry that, you know, some of these people were in and the people they were in contact with. And then adding just your that mouth is touching things. Their mouth is touched and Ooh. sharing them. And yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, syphilis again you know (laughs) big 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 thing also Mm -hmm. i just feel like too we need to acknowledge that when we keep talking about the plague over multiple periods of time it wasn't just in we technically there is still bubonic plague going on in the world now oh yeah more so like the 1900s was kind of where and and like later into the 1900s, maybe 20s or 30s, was when we finally stopped seeing huge cases yes. of the plague. Yes. But all of these things from back then are still here. Yes. With us. It's just a matter of how many people play by the rules. Right. And help eradicate it. Mm-hmm. 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 So, <laughs> yes, on that yeah. note. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally agree. Um, but yes. So... Because So as I said, like, it's partially because of, you know, the whole upper class, lower class uh, situation. That's one of the reasons that it kind of became a little bit like déclassé and kind of like frowned upon uh, to be wearing the mouches. Another reason is, again, and he's going to come up a few times too, especially in these time periods. Freaking Pliny. Um, well, <laughs> now we're into Oliver Cromwell. Oh, oh, I thought uh, you were going to acknowledge a lot of Pliny the, uh, again. Clergy, you know, here now in this time. Okay. Uh, so kind of like the opposite, but with the same beliefs, you know, sort sort of thing. Okay. So he kind of had like a like a double-edged sort of thought process with it. It was like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like no matter what you do, you're wrong. Ooh, okay. Um, sort of thing that trickled down to a lot of the other clergymen. Where basically, you know, you're, you're wearing these things was a sign of vanity. Ooh. And vanity, you know, not a good thing. You're not, you know, One righteous. Seven deadly. You're not exactly. Sure. Yes. <laughs> so that was already considered, you know, a, a, a huge sin. You are now, again, an, an immoral person. But not because you have something going on, but because you're, you know, using something false to cover it and beautify it. So you have that going on. 
On the other hand, you also have that this was around the time that now if you, again, had, which I would be dead, but uh, <laughs> if, if you had freckles, if you oh. had birthmarks, if you had a mole. So now it's kind of like whether you were covering, you know, something else you had going on with like a false sure. birthmark or mole, uh, you know, be- beauty mark. That was vain. And if you didn't and you had any of those things, regardless, well, now you're a witch. Oh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> we'd both be witches. They, they, they kind of get you coming and going here. And yes. this is the same gentleman that believes both of those those policies. He was uh, actively encouraging out there it, espousing these <gasps> views. Yeah, and he was so, and he was very, very high up, you know, in in uh, you know England at the time. So throughout, basically, it just kind of started spreading. We're like, ooh, and then also, yeah, you're right. Prostitutes are wearing them, so it is, you know, not for good people, and it is what. So, yeah. So, again, like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. If you're covering something, now you can't cover it. Now you're, now you're a witch. Uh, <laughs> if you do cover it, you're evil and you're probably a witch anyway. So, okay. Yeah. So, so that, uh, and then even around the same times, it didn't last very long. I think it was up until, like, the 1750s or something. Uh, Germany banned them altogether. It wasn't even just like a choice, like, go ahead and be a heathen if you want to, you know, at, <laughs> at, at your own risk. Um, it they was just, just straight banned up entirely. No. They just said, nope. <gasps> and was their reasoning because uh, for Pretty much the same witches? thing. Pretty much the same thing. <gasps> oh, they were party poopers. You're vain, you're leading to like the downfall of society, you know, with your, like, immoral, superficial beliefs. And then, again, also, oh, you want to look like someone mm, that's also probably not okay. a witch, so it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. To me, I think, like, a lot of it goes back to just, like, I feel like they called everything witchcraft because to them it was like, oh, like, it's an enchantment and, like, it's yeah. not what you normally look like. Again, going back to, you know, our conversation uh, about wigs with, like, People getting blamed for, like, it's not our fault you believe that this is what someone looks like. Yes. Catfishing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So did any other countries, did you come across any other countries? I didn't come any other, um, in particular, Germany was the big one that banned. um, And then, obviously, in England, they they were very frowned upon. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming over here they probably didn't do very well either. Um. Because people back then, you know, over here were even a little more extra about it. So I don't think you would have dared try. Right. Uh, But yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Huh. But yeah, so to me, you know, it's kind of like that full circle thing. It's like at some point moles themselves were considered like indicators of like success and fortune. And, you know, like, wow, they're going to be a great leader to... Nope, you shouldn't even pretend to have one. It comes back to us talking with the wig episode. Yes. How how quickly a trend can come Just in. Just like that. And then, nope, we're yep. done with it. You're yep. crazy for wanting to do that. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Even though people had been doing it and it was all the rage for, you know, decades. Yes. Yeah. Nope. All of a sudden, it's yep. like, oh, never mind. We changed no. our minds. Exactly. So. <laughs> that, that never should have happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's kind of like bell bottoms and crop tops. It never should have happened. Never should have happened. They didn't for a long time. And, and now, now all of a sudden back. they're back. Yeah. yeah. And they can go away again. <laughs> and they can absolutely uh, go especially away. Especially if you're like a short stuff like us. It's not a good look. <laughs> I tried. 
I, I, I tried. I mean, in middle school, they were big. Oh, yeah. So I bought, I mean, you could yeah. not buy them. No, you had to, and you had to wear your, uh, like, your, your white platform sketchers with them. Which you still didn't see. No, because the pants were long and, and big and covered them entirely. You had to tell people. But you knew you had them on. Yes. You or knew. you had to tell people you were wearing those mm-hmm. white platform sneaks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, and now, of course, you know, they're kind of coming back. Like, I've seen it more in the form of, like, and to me, it's kind of funny because I don't know if people realize that, like, they're kind of doing what they did back in the day. Um, like, acne patches. Yes. Like, overnight treatment patches. I and like you to can get them, them in, like, cute little shapes. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wow, it's like literally going back to like the same thing people did centuries ago, trying to cover some sort of like acne scar or blemish they're having. Of course, now we're treating it as well. Yes. With something that that looks cute, even if it's just for you overnight. I never Mm -hmm. thought of it that way. I was going to go a different route with it in the sense that um, because we can include Kind of like freckles in this conversation. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, tattooing. Oh, I've been getting uh, compliments on mine recently. And I'm like, thank you. But also, it wasn't a choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were going to be there regardless yeah. of whether you liked them or not. Yeah. Um, henna and tattooing. Yes. Freckles is yes. a really big thing now, too. Yes. Now, that is definitely more the permanent route. Yes. But, yeah. again, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. It's... It, it, Beauty, trends, etc. are Every, so... Everything is cycled. Cycled, yes. Yeah. Everything is cycled. Nothing that we're doing right now is really probably that new. It's not. Just new stuff, new materials. Yes. And new people discovering things they didn't know. And thinking that before. they're innovating. And being like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So that pretty much um, is going to cover... Um, our, our mouches. I feel okay. like we've spoken about it quite a bit today. Uh, but, Absolutely. you know, again, it's, it's such a weird thing. Like, you wouldn't think there would be that much to unpack with it. Uh, but there really is this, like, rich history behind it. <laughs> um, so we're just going to uh, get into our Merkins here. Yes. Yes. Which is the Wigs 2.0. Yes. yes. Yeah. So the Merkin... <laughs> the Merkins are basically a uh, private wig... <laughs> If if you will. I told somebody that they are genital wigs. They are. They are. Both, and she both could not stop laughing. But yes. Yeah. Equal opportunity. Yes. Yes. That's yes. that's one nice thing uh, <laughs> about the Merkin, you know, about the wigs in general. It wasn't just for, for one or the other. It's fun for all. Yes. Fun for all. Everybody can have a little um, bit of fun. That being said, they were worn for a lot of the same reasons that wigs were. Um, again, everything goes back to syphilis. <laughs> um it kind of again began with like the lower classes, but as more and more people were sort of visiting uh, certain establishments, uh-huh. syphilis, you know, again, like sort of became more and more rampant in the upper classes as well. Fair. Uh, so to hide like some of the different things, well, I guess it was kind of a twofold: um, lice, fleas. Sure. Uh, you didn't have to worry about it if you didn't have any hair, right? Yet at the same time, people were having the issues with syphilis. Mm-hmm. So they still needed to have hair. So again, it was, you know, a situation where they would remove the hair so that they could put a little wig back on. Back on. <laughs> uh, and of course, you know, they, they would use um, traditional adhesives. Again, more resin-based adhesives. Okay. I didn't read about, not to say it didn't happen, I didn't read <laughs> nearly as much about like saliva being used down there. I'm hoping they were uh, above using saliva. I would hope. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm sure it, yeah. 
we've we've come a long way. Yes, <laughs> um, but yeah. So and it's interesting because um, I actually saw all the way back to the 15th century people were using them. Really? Because obviously penicillin had not been created yet, so they had a lot of issues and things couldn't be contained. So all the way back to the 15th century, so like 1400s, people were rocking the mark. So one of the other topics that we do want to discuss eventually yes. is the um, removal of hair. Yes. To be more attractive. Yes. Did that translate down into the private area of people as well? Or was it more so just getting rid of it because of cleanliness? It did, but I please. think for that it was more of a cleanliness. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. That makes sense. And again, they could use like different uh, shades down there as well you know kind of like switch it up a little bit you know or like again different classes during different times it would have been more fashionable for you to have different colors of hair so if you would like have like a little market like nobody would know necessarily you can just get it to match like whatever your hair color was at that time oh so your secret wasn't yes wasn't out yes (laughs) yes okay um so people couldn't tell if it was natural or not fair yeah um but yeah so basically um they were just kind of trying to you know deter any lice any fleas and also uh gonorrhea was another big thing too Ooh, okay that could also be like a little bit like disfiguring down there so again it was just kind of like to hide any number of issues um it was definitely uh worn by both men and women what the men's look like i don't know the women's look very similar to what you would think you know just kind of like a like a triangular sort of patch sure um It was noted, though, and again, this is another thing that people would write some, like, really raunchy, like, poetry about. (laughs) Because there's friction and a certain amount of moisture that gets down there, um, at some point, usually the Merkins would come off. Oh, no. They lose their private wigs. In the middle of, like, Yeah. (sighs) And again, this is something that people would share. Like, if you were of a lower class, you might share, especially, you know, in, in certain industries, you would share your merkin with other people as well how they cleaned them i don't know i i want to believe they did yeah that's kind of where i'm at too um if they did i i don't know how oh that's uh another interesting thing is uh much like traditional wigs yeah it would sometimes they would sometimes use real hair but not usually hair from down there usually you know actual Head, head hair sure uh but if they didn't again going back to like mouse and rat they would Ugh. still sometimes use animal pelts <laughs> like as oh their actual gosh. like pelt. yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you do have to use the materials that and are then they available would sort of, like color the mouse hair or yeah <laughs> yeah oh i just i don't I mean, it's a modern... It's a lot to think about, I think. Yes. I know it's a modern idea to be okay being hairless. Right. It's absolutely a modern thing. Which I think is interesting because it's like clearly for years and years, like centuries, people have been ridding themselves of body hair, but then they've been popping fake hair back on this whole time. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you And I'm not sure why you don't just let it go. I would. I guess they didn't know a lot about, like, no transmissible yeah. disease or anything like that, especially from rodents. I mean, you weren't fooling anyone, clearly. No. I feel like people knew 
that it was in fact not your real hair they had to have known right there's no way i think everyone just probably like pretended they didn't know yeah like you just didn't mention it like you see it because it's not like you're talking about it in polite company (laughs) anyway like did you go down to like cindy lou at like you know right right you'll never guess what happened the velvet house or you know we were yeah doing our thing and just it came off yeah like oh yeah that that happened to me when i was with her too it's like, <laughs> right? totally oh okay okay yeah it's yeah oh, that's so strange mm-hmm. i also like to picture men's merkins i do too i don't know what they would look like i don't know if they like go I around a, or if it's just at the top or I was like gonna say, is I it picture like a, a wreath? wreath no a wreath or, you just kind of stick it on and ooh. push it back <laughs> maybe because then logistically you wouldn't have to worry about well i mean you'd still have to like use an adhesive mm-hmm. but if it kind of came a little loose it just like hang out it'd just there. pop back on yeah <laughs> you could just like push her back a little yeah. bit <laughs> it'd be good right yeah you said you weren't i want to believe that's what it was yes it had to have been that's the most logistical way to do it. It's not realistic, but I also like to imagine that they have like a little string, kind of like an Adam and Eve situation with like the the leaves, like a little string bikini yeah. almost. <laughs> That's what I was going to say for like women. <laughs> Here it is. Now it's not right. Yeah, <laughs> you remove it. Now you see. Now you do <laughs> like a bikini bottom. Yeah. yeah, just toss her in the wash. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. Flat down, close for business, up, <laughs> open. Yeah. That's your open, close sign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, but going along with that, uh, it's interesting too. So it's still used today by a lot of like performers in the uh, adult industry. Yes. They are using them. Um, and actually, uh, I don't want to out any celebrities, but uh, <laughs> I did find a lot you know, it, it, if you guys just kind of want to, like, go and, like, do some research on your own, feel free. Uh, there are a lot of, like, more modern movies where, like, you think celebrities, you know, are, like, showing something, you know, where they're high. Sure. Uh, and, and it's not. It's actually, like, modern-day Merkins. Get out. Um, I also so you can purchase them on Amazon as well, just in case anybody's Stop. interested. You can. There are multiple styles available. Um, also <laughs> nothing to do with that necessarily, but I do remember when I was, it kind of like brought me back when I was first in beauty school. Okay. Uh, there was a product you were able to buy at some of the, uh, beauty distributors yes. and it was called Betty <laughs> and Betty was basically a, a dye for your pubic hair. They had it in several colors. You could have blonde, you could have brunette. There was a black, there was a red, uh, and then there was something called Fun Betty that was hot pink. <laughs> and <laughs> I just I just remember that. The product was called Fun Betty. Fun Betty. Yeah. The <gasps> the other Bettys in the lineup were just Betty. Just regular and then Betty. The shade. And then this one, I feel like it had like a, like a neon like label in front of it that said fun. And it was your fun Betty because it was it was hot pink. That's hilarious. It's just like that was the first thing I thought when I was looking at the Merkins. <laughs> like I know that's not what this is. Right, but right. But I was like, oh. Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, again, since we're going a little off, yeah, Merkins in particular. Yes. Um, and another topic that I but would it brings like up to a lot do. of things down there. Yeah. Um, bedazzling, vajazzling. Yes, was Huge a really thing. big thing for a while. Huge thing. Do people? I have still a few thoughts it? on some of it. 
The vajazzling doesn't bother me as much as the steaming does. That's a whole other topic. Um, Don't but a lot steamer. of times uh, in your vajayshal, yes, <laughs> they'll do a steam. They'll do some other things, um, and sometimes it will have your vajazzle at the end. I think it depends on the way the vajazzling is done. I think it depends on the placement. Uh, well, of course, we're going to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop are going to come up a lot in a lot of our conversations. So, yeah, and my thing with her is, like, you have a business named Goop. <laughs> and you specifically give, like, a lot of advice on what to do down there. And it's called Goop. Yes. Like, does that sound like like, like a trusted source? <laughs> Horrible planning. It sounds like the outcome of a lot of the uh, advice she gives. In the type, like, oh, what's going to happen? Goop. Goop. <laughs> What happens after a vajayshal? <laughs> Goop. Goop. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, whether, we've never actually talked about her. I don't know if you have particular feelings about her as an actress. Oh, I, mm. I have feelings right. about her. As a human. As a human. Yes. Same. And her extra career of Goop and the very misinformed, <sighs> um, a hot yeah. take, very yeah. misinformed um, advice that she is giving to women. It's almost as bad as Cosmo. It all but is. I mean... It's just an expensive Cosmo it is. article. It that is. tells you everything that you should actually not be She doing. said some things about COVID as well. Oh, I didn't hear... I avoid we'll, her. We'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll discuss it. I do, I, I've, I've <laughs> fallen down the rabbit hole more times than I really want to admit. Like Just randomly, like someone will say something, or like I'll hear the word "goop" or all of it, and I'm like, "Oh, you just five get- hours of my life wasted now." You yeah. get so unnecessarily angry. Yes, I take yep. that back. It's not unnecessary. Yeah. There, it, it's fair. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, we'll definitely have to use it as a source for some of these topics because yes. it's a lot of stuff that you like you said with the vajayshals yeah you do, do just we're gonna dive into it do not steam your girl no she is self-regulated yes unless you're having a particular problem in which case you should go to a medical professional you should go to a doctor <laughs> a gyno do not do not do not steam go her. to the website <laughs> just I can't. For, for advice on what you need to be doing. <laughs> I'm getting so upset again. I can tell. And it, it's been, I can't but tell I'm you the be last honest, time I looked I'm at like, it. It's like feeding into what I'm feeling right now too. I can so tell I you're starting like to we're think. both like on the same. <laughs> both just like staring off into space. Just like. <laughs> just like. <laughs> like no words. Yeah. So since we got off topic. We did. <clears throat> I'm assuming that is all for Merkins as well. And That's all for our M&M's, yeah. M&M's? Yeah. All right. Well, who'd have thunk that it would be such a roller coaster of a trend? I know. But I dig it. I, I want to go get a pack of those sticky earrings. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. I want them now. Yes. On my ears, on my face, <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's one thing I didn't mention, though. Um, with the mouches, yes. people didn't just put them on their face. Sometimes, again, it went back into, like, the lower class, like, sort of thing, like, oh, I can't believe they're, you know, doing this and they stole. Uh, they would sometimes adorn themselves down there. So, I, oh, yeah, you're, you're discussing the uh, vajazzling, just kind of remind, yeah. So, it, that's they not would, a new thing. Uh, no, and it was sort of like a little, like, 
maybe like like a signal to a lover, like your placement of it, like oh, like this is like it, it was like a very seductive thing for you to be. Was it an arrow? Putting a little <laughs> just bejazzled. It wasn't, but I think it should have been. <laughs> It should have been. Look, but men yeah. make it seem like we're super complicated. I feel like the arrow would have been the most just blatantly yes. obvious symbol. This. <laughs> this, yes. This. You can. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that again is our M&Ms for the day. Yes. Mouches oh, and Merkins. Can we get actual M&Ms after this, though? I feel like we should. I kind of want some. some. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you for joining us. Yeah. On th- strange episode for sure we 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 uh, took took some uh twists and turns there absolutely yeah, for sure but mm-hmm. we hope that you're enjoying it so far we are definitely gonna have more coming out a lot coming <laughs> yep we have a so lot many more topics. of this coming your way guys so <laughs> so buckle up because these aren't even the worst yet no um i know we're starting off nice and mild <laughs> i know nice and slow, just trying to warm it up yeah, we don't want to toss you in immediately. Yeah. We don't want to concern you or mm-hmm. scare you yeah. of partaking in any of we're, these we're trends. We're basically lulling you into a false <laughs> sense of security at this point. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Next episode that I have lined up, mm-hmm. I am super excited to discuss. <gasps> I am too. Yes. I am too. So y'all will have to stick around. Come back and see us. Um, and until next time, stay spooky, friends. Ooh. Ooh.